Welcome to Zichu Dav Siman Mem Rabbi Abraham Goldhar and there is Zechus Mol Katan Dav Test. The first parak Mashkin Beis Hashlachin. The first parak has been generously sponsored in the memory of Menachem Mendel, Ben Rav Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Cohen, and the son of Bachar Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Ben Rav Menachem Mendel Cohen. May their neshamas have an aliyah. So the three types are going to focus on number one. The Gemara asks for the source for Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha. We do not mix one Simcha with another Simcha. And brings a puzzle regarding Shulma's celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash that states, And Shulma made a celebration at that time. And all of Yisrael was with him, a large congregation, from the approach to Hamas until the Nachal of Mitzrayim, before Hashem our God. Shiva's Yamim, Shiva's Yamim, Arba Sayom. For seven days and for seven more days, 14 days. They celebrated for seven days before Sukkot, and then celebrated for seven days during Sukkot, for a total of 14 days. After the first proof in this Pasuk is rejected, the Gemara clarifies that the proof is from the redundancy of saying that they celebrated for 14 days when it had just stated they had celebrated for seven days and seven more days. Shema minah, hani l'chud v'hani l'chud. We learn from this, that the seven days of celebrating the dedication of the base of Migdash are on their own, and the seven days of Sukkot are on their own, meaning that the Simchats were not mixed. Pointing to referring to the celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash, Rabbi Parnach said in the name of Yochanan, that year, Yisrael did not keep Yom Kippur. And the Jewish people were worried that perhaps the enemies of Yisrael, which is a euphemism for Yisrael, deserve destruction for this. Abbasko went out and said to them, you are all prepared for life in Om Haba. The Gemara explains how they determined that they could celebrate through Yom Kippur. They made the following Kalvachomer. If by the dedication of the Mishkan, whose Kedusha is not everlasting, and we're dealing with the individual Karbanas of the Nasim, Docha Shabbos to Isra Skila, yet it was Docha Shabbos, which is an Isra Skila, Mikdash, then all the more so by the dedication of the base of Migdash, whose Kedusha is everlasting, and the Karbanas are for the Sibor, and on Yom Kippur the Onish is only Karas, that their celebration should override Yom Kippur. Pointing with you, Yonis Menas Mayn Reyud have been Gary Moore sitting and discussing the following passing of Mishlei regarding the Torah. It's more precious than pearls, and all of your desires cannot compare to it. From the fact that Pasuk says all your desires, it implies, but the desires of heaven, referring to mitzvahs, do compare to it. But it's written in another Pasuk regarding the Torah, and all desires cannot compare to it, implying that mitzvahs cannot compare to Talmud Torah. They resolve the contradiction of the Pesukim by explaining, here in the Pasuk, the mitzvahs do not compare to Talmud Torah. It refers to a mitzvah that can be performed by others. Therefore, one who is learning should let someone else do the mitzvah. Whereas here, in the Pasuk that implies the mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah, it refers to a mitzvah which cannot be done by others. Therefore, a person learning should stop learning and perform the mitzvah. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks for the source for Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha. We do not mix one simcha with another simcha and brings a pasuk regarding Shlomo's celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash that states, V'yaz Shlomo And Shlomo made a celebration at that time and all of Yisrael was with him, a large congregation from the approach to Hamas until the Nacho of Mitzrayim before Hashem our God, Shiva's Yamim V'shiva's Yamim Arbasayom for seven days and for seven more days, 14 days. They celebrated for seven days before Sukkot and then celebrated for seven days during Sukkot for a total of 14 days. 
After the first proof from this Pasuk is rejected, the Gemara clarifies that the proof is from the redundancy of saying that they celebrate for 14 days when it had just stayed they had celebrated for 7 days and 7 more days. Learn from this that the seven days of celebrating the dedication of the base of Migdash are on their own, and the seven days of Sukkot are on their own, meaning that the Simchas were not mixed. Point number two, referring to the celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash, Rabbi Parnach said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that year, Israel did not keep Yom Kippur. And the Jewish people were worried that perhaps the enemies of Israel which is a euphemism for Yisrael, deserve destruction for this. Abbasko went out and said to them, you are all prepared for life in Olam Haba. The Gemara explains how they determined that they could celebrate through Yom Kippur. They made the following If by the dedication of the Mishkan, whose Kedusha is not everlasting, and we're dealing with the individual Karbanas of the Nasim, Docha Shabbos de Isr Skila, yet it was Docha Shabbos, which is an Isr Skila, Mikdash, the Kedushas of Kedushas Olam, a carbon seabor, Viyomakipurin de Anish Koras, well, Koshakane, then all the more so, by the dedication of the base of Mikdash, whose Kedusha is everlasting, and the Karbanas are for the seabor, and in Yom Kippur, the Onish is only Koras, that their celebration shall override Yom Kippur. And point number three, Viyonas and Ben Asma and Rabbi Yehudim and Gerim were sitting and discussing the following Pasuk in Mishlei regarding the Torah. Yekarahimi Pinimi, Vokokhavatsecho Yeshuva. It's more precious than pearls, and all of your desires cannot compare to it. From the fact that the Pasuk says, all your desires, and implies, but the desires of heaven, referring to mitzvahs, do compare to it. But it's written in another passage regarding the Torah, and all desires cannot compare to it, implying that mitzvahs cannot compare to Talmud Torah. They resolve the contradiction of Sukkim by explaining, here in the Pasuk, that mitzvahs do not compare to Talmud Torah, refers to a mitzvah that can be performed by others. Therefore, one who is learning should let someone else do the mitzvah. Whereas here, in the Pasuk that implies the mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah, it refers to a mitzvah which cannot be done by others. Therefore, a person learning should stop learning and perform the mitzvah. Alright, so now we get our simper duff test, and our standard simon is a teapot, because teapot is a t sound, and a test sort of looks like a teapot. So here goes. The ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate in Yom Kippur when the base of Mikdash was dedicated, and another one was told her grandson shouldn't leave learning if someone else can pour the tea. Once again, slow motion. The ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties. Tea? That must be more on Duff. Tess, teapot. The ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas, which reminds us that the source for Ein Ma'arvin Simcha B'Simcha, we do not mix one simcha with another simcha, comes from a puzzle regarding Shlomo's celebration of the dedication of the base of Migdash. Shiva's Yamim Shiva's Yamim Arba Seyom, for seven days, and for seven more days, 14 days. They celebrated for seven days before Sukkot, and then celebrated for seven days during Sukkot, for a total of 14 days. The proof is from the redundancy of saying that they celebrated for 14 days when it had just stated that they had celebrated for seven days and seven more days. We can learn from this that the seven days of celebrating the dedication of the base of Mikdash are on their own, and the seven days of Sukkot are on their own, meaning that the Simchas were not mixed. So the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix Simchas, were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate on Yom Kippur when the base of Mikdash was dedicated, which reminds us that the year of the dedication of the base of Mikdash, Kaisel did not keep Yom Kippur. They made the following Kabbalah 
If by the dedication of the Mishkan, whose Kedusha is not everlasting, and we're dealing with the individual Karbanas of the Nasim, yet it was Docha Shabbos, which is in Nesher then all the more so by the dedication of the Beis Migdash, whose Kedusha is everlasting, and the Karbanas of the Tzibor, and in Yom Kippur, the Onish is only Karas, that the celebration should override Yom Kippur. So the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas, were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate on Yom Kippur when the base of Migdash was dedicated, and another one was told her grandson shouldn't leave learning if someone else can pour the tea. Which reminds the Gemara resolves a seeming contradiction between two pesukim regarding the issue of whether mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah by explaining kan Here in the pasuk that mitzvahs do not compare. The Talmud Torah, it refers to a mitzvah that can be performed by others. Therefore, one who's learning should let someone else do the mitzvah. Whereas here, in the Pasuk that implies the mitzvahs are equal to Talmud Torah, it refers to a mitzvah which cannot be done by others. Therefore, a person learning should stop learning and perform the mitzvah. So once again, the ladies enjoying two separate seven-day tea parties, making sure not to mix simchas, were aghast when one lady shared that the Jews ate in Yom Kippur when the base of Migdash was dedicated, and another one was told her grandson shouldn't leave learning if someone else can pour the tea. All right, now it's time for four blah blah chazara. Daf hay. So the simmer daf hay is hay or a haystack. So here goes. The children sitting on bales of hay. Hey, that must be more on daf. Hey. The children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern and call moed for the public, which reminds us, the Mishnah had stated, One may fix damaged cisterns in Rishus Rabbim and which refers to clearing them out of debris. And the more inferred from here, clearing the cisterns out is permitted, but digging new ones is not. Rabbi Yaakov said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that they didn't teach that digging cisterns was forbidden, except when the public doesn't need them. But if the public needs them, then digging them is permitted. So the children sitting on bales of hay watching their father schwitz as they dug a new cistern on Cholomod for the public didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well. Which reminds Rabbi Shubin Levi said, or chosab, whoever evaluates his ways, which Rashi explains means that he weighs the loss of doing a mitzvah versus its reward in the game of doing an avera. Versus the loss, Zochah Barobi Shuwasa Shakosh Baruch will be Zochah to see the salvation of Akosh Baruch. And the Gemara brings the story of Rabbi Yanai's Talmud, who would challenge him in Shir, but not when it was widely attended by the public, so as not to embarrass Rabbi Yanai if he didn't know the answer. So the children sitting on bales of hay watching their father Schwitz as they dug a new sister on Cholamod for the public didn't challenge the Rebbe who was there as well, marking graves in a base of pras, which reminds us the Mishnah had stated Metzainus Kavaros one may mark graves on Cholamod. The Gemara brings a brice that teaches that only things that transmit Tuma through an oil can be marked, with one example being a base of pras, a field where a grave was plowed over. After bringing statements that indicate that a base of pras does not transmit Tuma via an oil, the Gemara concludes and brings a mission from Olos that teaches Shosha base of pras. There are three types of base of pras. Dav Vav. So the similar Dav Vav is a sword. So here goes. The Zao Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod, brandishing their sword. Swords? That must mean more on Dav Vav. The zealous Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod, brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, which reminds us the Mishnah said that Shulchei Basin also go out to inspect the fields for Kalayim, referring to Pesach Cholomod. The Gmoran Ardav has said this is a contradiction to a Mishnah Shkalim that says the inspectors go out on the 15th of Adar. Rabbi Laz and Rabbi Yosef Rechanin each provide an answer. One said that the Mishnah Shkalim is dealing with the early crop, whereas the Mishnah here is dealing with the later crop. The other one said, Kambazran, Kambayurakos. The Mishnah Shkalim deals with grains, whereas here it deals with vegetables. So the Zelsa Shulchei Basin that went out on Cholomod, brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim, saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, which reminds us 
that the next Mishnah says, Rabbi Ezim Yaakov says, We may draw the water from one tree to another tree on a Cholomoed, provided that one does not water the entire field. Rashi explains that the trees need to be irrigated to prevent financial loss, but the whole field may not be watered because the grains in this case can survive on rainwater. And plants that were not watered before the mode may not be watered in Cholomoed. Rashi explains that since they were not watered regularly before, they'll survive if one doesn't water them during Cholomoed. The Chami permit watering in both cases. Rashi explains that the Chami here is Rabbi Meir, who permits watering a rainwater field in order to enhance its growth. So the zealous Shukhei Basin that went out on Cholomod brandishing their swords to inspect the fields for Kalayim saw a man use his sword to make a channel to draw water from one tree to another, next to an anthill where a battle to the deaths was going on. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings up Bryce that states, we may destroy antholes on Cholomod, and Rabbi Shem explains how. One brings dirt from this anthole and puts it in this anthole, and the ants choke each other to death. But she explains that when the ants smell the unfamiliar soil, they panic and kill each other. Dav Zayn, so the similar Dav Zayn is Clay Zayn, a weapon, a gun. So here goes. The heavily armed guards, armed guards, gun, that must mean we're on Dav Zion. The heavily armed guards hired to prevent the Kohen from looking at people's Nagaim on Cholomoed, which reminds us that we have a Malchus of Amir on the Chachamim, whether a Kohen can look at a Nega on Cholomoed. Rabbi Meir says, a Kohen may look and examine a Nega Tzras on Cholomoed to be Mekol, but not to be Machmir. Rashi explains that Kohen sees that he's Tameh, shouldn't say anything, because if he declares him Tameh, he'll cause a person distress, and the Torah says, and you should rejoice in your Chag. But the Chachamim say a Kohen may not examine at all, neither to be Mekol nor Machmir. They hold the cone who examines a nega must make a ruling, and if he were to examine it in order to be mako, he might end up having to be machmir. So, the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the cone from looking at people's nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Mitzorah at the end of his second confinement, which reminds us. The Gemara brings a similar Malchokas between Rebbe and the Rebbe Yossi, who holds like the Chachamim, and Rebbe qualifies the Malchokas that they only disagree in the case of someone at the end of his second confinement, where his situation will improve if he's Tahor, and worsen if he's Tameh, as he'll be distressed on becoming a Mitzorah Muchlat. So, the heavily armed guards hired to prevent the cone from looking at people's nagaim on Cholomoed weren't sure if they should let him go and look at the Matsora at the end of his second confinement and told the chassan to come back in a week after Sheva Brachas. Which reminds us, since becoming a Matsora is dependent on the cone's declaration of the person being Tameh, we learn that a chassan who develops a nega, we give him seven days of a Sheva Brachas before examining it and we also give him an allowance for his house and clothing. Similarly, if someone develops a nega before a regal, we give him seven days of the chag before examining it. Davches, so the simmer Davches is Chala. So here goes. The Cholomod Chala delivery truck, Chala, that must be on Davches. The Cholomod Chala delivery truck stopped to drop off free Chala to the man rebearing his parents' bones, which reminds us that the next mission states where Mer said that a person may gather the bones of his father and mother and bury them in an ancestral pond of Cholomod because it's a simcha for him. Rashi explains that he's happy that they're buried next to their ancestors and it's not distressing for him. Rabbi said, Abel he will, it's a source of mourning for him and therefore it's prohibited. Even though a person should mourn the entire day when he reinterns the bones, Abai explains that Remer means that the simcha of the regal is upon him. Since he's very involved in the simcha of the chag, the reinterment doesn't bother him. So the Cholomod Chala delivery truck stopped to drop off free Chala to the man rebearing his parents' bones and to the team busy lengthening some kuchin, which reminds us the next mission states, Ain't chofin kuchin We may not dig burial alcoves or graves during Cholomod of machanchin as a kuchin b'mod, but we may adjust burial alcoves during Cholomod, which means that we may shorten them. And a Bryson teaches that we may also lengthen and widen them, even though it involves 
Mortircha. So the whole mode delivery truck stopped to drop off Frichala to the man rebearing his parents' bones, and to the team busy lengthening some kuchin, since they had so much extra chala from the chassan's cancelled order who just found out he couldn't get married. On Chola Moed. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Ain't no sin nashim b'moed, or basulas v'lamanas or miyabim. We may not marry women in Chola Moed, neither virgins or widows, nor may we perform yibum mifneisha simchilo, because doing one of these things is a simcha form. And the Gemara brings four reasons why it's a problem to have this additional simcha on the Chag. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.